The Maimer of Loitzim Meshakelo Vakoru Baratzecho in the Parshas Mishpatim. Now this is a very famous Maimer over the years where the Rabbeim um, spoke about this special Maimer. This was a that uh, was called an Avoided Dike Maimer. It's based on this Maimer of the Alter Rebbe in Tereir, in which the Alter Rebbe discusses basically the. Um, there's a blessing which Hashem blesses the Jewish people in the end of the parsha. It says, "There shall not be a meshakelo and akora in your land." Meshakelo means a woman who uh, who loses her uh, her children, which means she buries her children. So, which means she has children, but she buries them. Akora means a barren woman; uh, she cannot have any children. And uh, the al the point over here is in in the service of Hashem. Uh, the uh, meditation and the reflection uh, on on uh, his boninus uh, is considered like the father and the mother that gives birth to children, which Yira, which is love and the fear of Hashem. Those are derivatives. Those are children of the uh, his boninus of the intellectual meditation and reflection to create those children. Those love or the love of the Yira. Uh, sometimes, unfortunately, which is the, what the Alter Rebbe addresses here, which is the basis for the Mimer, is that the people's Avavira, their love and their fear, doesn't last. They bury it. That's what it's called. It doesn't last. Sometimes it's called barren. Barren means they can't have any children. And what is the uh, what is the um, uh, what is the solution? How do you help yourself? Uh, in the service of Hashem, so that you should be able to um, create in your heart and in your mind the love and the fear of Hashem and to be in the proper service of Hashem. And he's going to talk a lot about, you know, you have to put away your own desires, your own wants and your own needs, your own mitzvahs, you have to put it away. He says, in your land, he says, the reason is because it's all about you. It has to be about Hashem. It has to be your bittel. Shouldn't be Artsech also means rotzen. It shouldn't be I want this and I need this and I, the, the whole I is something which interferes uh, with this. He talks about we need to be a keli. We need to be a kois shalbracha. A kois shalbracha means a hollow cup carved out. So we need to accept the blessings of Hashem. So we need to be empty. We need to wash the keli. He's going to talk about the various different things. But basically, this is, Maimer gives a person the energy to, and the advice of how to connect to Hashem so that his work and the service to Hashem should bear fruit. Shouldn't be a barren woman. Shouldn't be like a woman that can't give birth. And also shouldn't bury the children, but to actually to have success in uh, in giving birth and happy children and uh, and and in the service of Hashem. So this is the base of the Maimer. But it's going to start off by saying, it's Ba'artzecho, it's your land. He says, there is the land of Hashem, Ba'artzechayim. He says, the land of Hashem. What do you mean the land of Hashem? The land of Hashem is that there is a recognition that everything, even though the love, it's Hashem's land, just like in the, in the earth, there's a power that makes it grow, uh, which is Hashem's given power into the ground, makes the ground produce the, the fruits and the everything. So you have to realize that also your own abilities, that when you serve Hashem and you have certain talents, it's not you, it's Hashem's, it's a power 
that Hashem gives you. It's a gift from Hashem. It's Hashem's energy. If you direct it towards Hashem, if it's Ba'artzecha, if it's going to be your land, not the land of Hashem, then you're going to have a Mishakel of Akorah. Then it's not going to be elastic. It's not going to be true. It's going to be imaginary. All your love and all your shit is going to be imaginary because it's going to be Artsecho. It's going to be your action. It's going to be your land. It's going to be your, your ego. It's going to be yourself. But you have to realize that it's the power. It's Artsis Hachayim. It's Artsis. It's Eretz Hashem. So let's look inside. And further, the Pasuk says, the Pasuk says, it shall not be a woman who miscarries the children, Akora and a barren woman in your land, and as Misper I will fill the number of your days. And the number of your days, Yemim is the Levushim, is the mitzvah, as he's going to explain later on. Hashem says that he's going to fill them. So there's a part that we have to do, which is the avoida of the harisha, the zriya, the plowing and the sowing in the land, in the Eretz. We have to plow that. But then Hashem is the one that gives us the blessing. As mispar yomecha amale, who fills your days, who makes them, who gives you the blessing, it comes from Hashem. And the word mispar also means sefir, uh, like clear and beautiful and light shining. Who makes your yomecha, who makes it all, Hashem Amal Hashem fills as we'll see later on. He named So he says, Behold, this is known. Uh, that above there is the land of life. From it, there is a flow of life and food for the Jews, for the souls in, 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 in general. So there's a land. There's just like there's the land over here that produces food. There's sort of a land above that produces food, but it produces a, a spiritual food for the Neshamas Yisrael. So which means it's that land that produces the fruit, not you. It's Hashem. There's an Eretz that does that. La'avas Hashem. Last is called Mitzvah, to love Hashem, to do all the mitzvahs. So a person does them, then he'll live by them. What is it going to mean they're going to live? We don't talk about the physical life. We're talking about Chaim Amitim. We're talking about the true life. That's the true life that you have. Those you, you nurture from that land that you get a life, a support for your soul to have the true life. Dugma is similar to this physical low world. Which grows all types of delicacies or sweets. To sustain all living souls, which is with a physical life, this is the earth, if it's without the earth producing, there is no existence, and there is no life force to all that live on it, so without the physical growth of the ground, what it produces, without the produce, the people can't survive, it won't help to have the fortune and wealth, gold and silver, if there is not going to be the growth of the ground, God forbid. This is physically, we need the earth to produce for the physical life, we need the earth to produce the food. Same thing is all the spiritual life force, which extends to the person so that he can learn and serve Hashem. That comes through the land, the, the, the land of life which is above. 
says in the land of life. Why is there a plural? He says in the parentheses, there is the land above and land below. There is the gathering of Yidna as above and below, in the level of Malchus, in the level of Keser, or various different levels. Because also above, meaning higher than the level even of Ishtalshus, I think when he says Lamailo, there is also, which is all of the Machshove, in Machshove, in Ak, in Adam Kadman, whatever the levels are. But that's why there is Arsish. But nevertheless, the point is the same. Knesset Yisrael gets their life force, whether in the higher level or in the lower level, they get it from that level of Eretz Achayim, which sustains them, gives them the fight. Why do we call it the land? Why don't we just call it a Achayis? Uh, because it's very similar to the land. Just like the land itself doesn't produce it. It's an energy that Hashem gave into the ground to produce all this food. He gave it a power to grow. That's the power for everybody to connect to Hashem, is the power that Hashem put into that land, into that Eretz. The power to grow isn't because of itself. It's from, first of all, you have to sow it. That's the person's involvement. The person has to sow it. But it's also the main thing. There was a power of growth that was given into the ground. That from it and through it, it should grow and it should blossom all these sowings that is in it. Likewise, the spiritual life which extend and they come from the land of life. They extend, that life force comes from the source and the life of life, blessed be he. He is the one that gives the power into the ground so it to produce its growth. But, you still have to plow and sow, that the person has to do. So who gives it to you? It's the Ebersh that gives it to you. It's the power of Hashem that gives that power. But, ach, the person's service is to plow and to sow it. There is a light that has been sown in for the tzaddik, which means Hashem has sown into the ground the light for the tzaddik. If you do right, if you do the Torah mitzvah, so that you should get that level of Ava is sown in the ground. Now we hear tzaddik we use the term tzaddik in various different ways, because sometimes a tzaddik would mean a very high madrega, like in the Tanya he says that a person uh, who has killed his Yetzir Hore, doesn't have any temptations anymore, but the average person is a mainly, but in this context the tzaddik means everybody, because just like Eiv says, Barosa tzaddikim, Barosa Rishoyim, which means, tzaddik means the righteous people who do the right, who, 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 who do the um, who do the right things? Uh, actually, not not really. So let's see what he says. Elo, kulam tzadikim ksiv. So we're not talking about a tzadik and a tzadik. We're talking about all your people who are tzadikim or righteous. Which means ve'ine shem hatoyar 
We're not talking about a tzaddik, the description of a tzaddik, the true description which explained elsewhere mainly in Tanya. We're talking about a tzaddik who is on a very on a special level. We're just talking about a proper person, a kosher person who's not a Russia, God forbid. Tzaddik v'rosha loiko omar. So over there it says tzaddik, which means not the eve. Okay, eve meant tzaddik in the description. Shematoy. That's what the Alter Rebbe uses as a proof to describing what a tzaddik is. But when Hashem tzaddik v'rosha loiko omar, which means when Hashem a person is born, Hashem doesn't say you're a tzaddik or rosha, which means everybody has the bechira, everybody has free choice to be a tzaddik or not. That's the tzaddik that we're talking about over here. So. So what is the oir zerua? What is the light that Hashem is sown in? The light is the light of love to Hashem. The light is the love of Hashem and the yearning to Him. Which extends to the person. So that is sown in the earth, the land of life for the tzaddik. Pirish. It's sown the ground. For the tzaddik means for him to become, to be a tzaddik. So that he should be righteous and connected to Hashem. Hashem has given in that light into the ground. So why is it important for the person to know that? Because he has to know it's not Artsecha. You have to realize it's not your land, it's the Abishter's land, and that you have to attribute it to the Abishter, and then you will be successful if you realize that it's the Eretz Achaim, that it's a Ruah, that it's Hashem's children. This the person should place to his heart. And he should know it truthfully. And he should believe with complete faith. That all the love and the fear that is extended to him, that extends to him, that's a gift of Hashem. He is the one that gives the power of growth in the land that is above, to sprout, to grow this love of Hashem and His face, and, and, and His fear for on His face. They don't, and are not extended from the power of the one that serves by Himself. And therefore, it shouldn't be His service to love Hashem on his own, he is the one that is serving, he is the one that is loving, or in this case, I am the one that is serving, I am the one that is loving, you shall serve God your God. So what does it mean, uh, I mean, you should serve and realize that it's Hashem Alekechem. So he explains. The simple meaning is not understood. Does Hashem need our service? Is Hashem lacking anything, God forbid? If we're righteous, what could we give Hashem? Is there something that we can give to Hashem? What does it mean to serve Hashem? That Hashem needs us, our service. The idea is like this. 
So here it says that that is to recognize is to recognize that Hashem is really to make and recognize that that the higher levels is really that gives you the power your God that is your strength the that you have so you have to realize that Hashem is the one who is let's look inside when he says, I haven't changed. And everything before Hashem is considered like not. And you should serve Hashem so much. So that this should become your God. This level of should be kilu alkechem shalachem. That as if it's your God. It's, 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 you have to get it down to the level of your God. That it should rest. And it should be set in your mind and your thought. And it should be felt and grasped in your truly, in your seichel. True truth. As if you see Gilui Alekusi Yisbarich Mamash. As if you see the revelation of Hashem's godliness. Hashem which is beyond, becomes a lekechem. You can actually sort of feel it and sense it and realize it and grasp it. That's why, based on this, is the organized of all the... So it's not serving Hashem. It's getting us to realize that Hashem is a lekechem. That's the point that it's, everything is, 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 is from Hashem. Hashem. And based on this is the organizing of all the praise. We say, Alekei Avram, Chulu, Hagodel, Chulu. So, what does it mean? So to say, but ki b'mokim sh'atamoytza g'dulosoy, shom atamoytza anvos snusoy. So, in the place where you say Hashem's greatness, that is His humility, because the fact that we're saying Hashem's greatness, that we can talk about it, that is His humility, because... It's only because he lowered himself to that level that we can talk about it, because otherwise he's higher, he's above that level. For in the truth is everything before Hashem is considered like nothing. For Hashem to dress up, so in the level of greatness, that's a humility for him to become a great, because he's beyond great, to come that it's all on So now, this is something which Avadatem Hashem to recognize that Hashem who is higher is Alekechem and that Hashem is really not in this um, in this sphere. It's, 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 he's, 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 there is no, there's really no connection to all this. That is truthfully the main service. And from this is the main, the beginning from below, from the above to below. From below, for above, from above to below means to bring down the above, to understand what's above, to bring it down to your grasping that you should have an appreciation for that. This is really, a, truthfully, a very big service. So that his physical mind should be able to receive and to grasp the revelation of, 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 of Hashem's godliness. Okay, so now, what happens? But this... Is should give birth. So now we're having this should give birth. This give birth to that grasping and that avoid of Hashem <coughs> should give the birth 
And if it's a successful birth, it'll be Ava Vira. And here it comes in with the idea of Meshakela Vakora when it's not successful. So here it's uh, it was born and it was aroused the measure of, of love and fear. That's called by birth. Because love and fear are uh, both a son and a daughter, which is feminine, masculine and feminine. Uh, love is called Zohar, Zohar Chazdoi, Chesed is Avo, and then uh, Yira is considered the level of of Bas, uh, a level of daughter. We learned Eishas, Eishas Yira Sashem, the level that's called Yira Chochmo, uh, that's Avo Yira, that's Benu Bas, that's the two creations that come from the level of Chochmo, Benu Bas. Sha'avo B'chines Ben, Kumeshikos Zohar Chazdoi, Va Yira, B'chines Bas, Yira, is the level of Bas. Now we know that if one has first a daughter, the Gemara says, Bas Tchila that a Bas Tchila is good, it's a good sign for the sons. Which means that when your love is superseded by the level of Yira, of Yira Shemayim, that's the best, because then we know that the love that you're going to have is going to be channeled properly if there is the Yiras Hashem, if it's based on Reishis Chochma Yiras Hashem, if it's based on the Yiras Hashem, so that's why we say, Bas Tachila, if you have first the Yira, then there will be a Simen Yafel Lebonim. V'zehu, Bas Tachila Simen Yafel Lebonim. Shetzorich lo'ere Yiras Havayim Perek Mamal Fetanya, as the Alter Rebbe says, that that's the first thing, the basis, that you need to arouse the fear of Hashem, Upagdai, and the dread of Hashem Tachila first. Because that's the gate to enter to Hashem, you have to first start with Yira, with the Kabbalah soil, with Yira Shemayim. But when he doesn't serve like this, his service is not for Hashem and to bring down and to recognize Hashem's uh, everything. And in this level, but he wants to be, I want to be a person that loves and fears Hashem. So it's about him now. Again, it's about him. It's not like he's serving the Ebrister Hashem Alekechem, but he wants it. He wants to reach, you know, so there's a level of loving Hashem, there's a level of fearing Hashem. He wants to be a lover of Hashem, he wants to be a fear of Hashem, but it's about him to be a lover of Hashem. That's not going to be successful in your hands. You're never going to create, give birth to true Love and fear. Kim Shav is just going to be false imaginations. which means it's something which is not going to last. and it's only temporarily. That's called a mishakela, which means You give birth and then you bury it. It's not something that you can doesn't last through. So that is what if you even have a level of of birth, but it doesn't last. It's not true. But va'akora ha'inu sheni let us have Akora means it doesn't give birth at all to love and fear. V'zehu le'tia mishakela va'akora. It says ba'artzecha. That if there is ba'artzecha, your ritzoynes, your ritzoynes, kisibas hayyoyiz b'chines elu. What is the reason why there is mishakela akora? Hu machmas ka'im ba'artzecha, they're in your land. They don't come from the land of above, from the Eretz Achayim, but they come from you. That's why there is Meshakela Vakura. But we're talking about Meshakela. 
Then we also talk about the level of me'akora. Akora means a barren woman. Now, a barren woman, so it's brought down with regards to Sora, it says, Ein Volot. She was a kora. And then it says, Ein Volot. She was barren. She doesn't have children. Why does the duplicate lotion that she's barren and she doesn't have a child? So it says, barren means she doesn't have a child physically. Ein Volot means she doesn't even have a womb to carry a child. That's what? She doesn't even have the receptacle to receive the child. So the Rebbe is going to explain in this Avedis Hashem, the idea of Enlo that doesn't even have the ability because there is no place to receive a child. There is no, there is no hollow area. There is no space. It's full with themselves and doesn't leave space for Abba There is another level which is the level of Akara. In other words, not one of them, he doesn't give birth to any children, he can't get excited. The other one is there's not even a receptacle. Ain lok maimer azal, ikinya maimer azal is the saying of the statement of our sages. Ain lo velod, she was around. Ain lo, afilu beis velod ain lo. She doesn't even have the room, the compartment, the the, the for a baby. She hoyu tumtumim. They were stuffed. In other words, it was closed up. There wasn't space for a child. Pirush inistam kolkach ache ain lo klekibul lekabliroin. That it's so closed up so that there's no receptacle, there's no receptacle to uh, receive the pregnancy. That there's also this level in the service of Hashem. That he doesn't grasp in his mind and his intellect the truth as it is. The reason doesn't get it. he doesn't have a vehicle to hold anything. That's why he's not getting it. Kiknasis Yisrael Nikra Kois Yeshuas. They're called a cup of salvation. What is a cup? Cup means kibble. That's a vessel that can receive. The Kabbalah Sodom El To receive the kindness from above. The Nikra Kois Shel Bracha. That's called a Kois. A cup of blessing. Shemakabelis Yain Amisameach. That receives the wine that rejoices. Uh, that is the level of reflection before, which is the wine which makes happy, but he doesn't have a vehicle to receive it. When you're an empty vessel, then you have a vessel in which you can get the kindness of above, which you can receive the kais shobrach, and you can receive the blessing in there. But as opposed to when he considers himself, he holds himself the place. He considers himself a entity and something independent by himself. He's not dependent on Hashem. He just has his own independence. And that's why he's occupied in his wants. Loimer to say, so I want, and so is good to me. This I can't do. And similar in these things. It's all he says this. He says, I could do, I can't do, and this is what I want, this is what I need. There's endless amount of details and details of the details in the various different things that the person's needs are. In a general way, everybody can find it in his own soul, something in which he is basically guilty of, of these of this kinds of feelings. Hey, no, he's keeping a mass of mountain. 
Rabbi's talking to the people that were listening to him. Whether you're occupied in business, or you're sitting in the tents, which means you're, you're occupied in the study of Torah. Anytime you say I, whatever you say, the I. Because of that, it's stuffed and your mind has, is closed. So what's the advice? How do you create and make it into an empty vessel? Like the post says, Leiv nishbar vinitka, a broken heart and a subdued heart. As the post says, I will rest with the one who is a suppressed, uh, who's uh, humble. It's, for example, a craftsman who creates, who makes up a receptacle vessel. He must bang with a hammer all around until it becomes a hollow, it makes a hole inside. So the person should be he should be subdued and bending to be humble of spirit. So that he should not take up any space. So that his space should be empty and hollow. As if there is nothing and zero, actual zero. That's one part. But then there's other things that the Torah requires that a you got to do, you got to rinse it out as well. You got to rinse it out. You got to rinse it from the inside. You got to rinse from the inside. There's further what our sages tell us. That the uh, cup of blessing requires rinsing from the inside. So what do we need now to rinse? We just talked about being humble. The idea is even one who is sort of subdued uh, naturally. Keep going. Take a person who only he's poor. He doesn't have a forehead to raise his head. He doesn't speak up. He's uh, subdued. He first also he needs an addition that his heart shouldn't turn. Even for matters that are permissible. That he should be tied down them with all of his heart and all of his soul. Now you can use permissible things, and you need to use permissible things, because that's not, but you don't have to be tied down to it, you don't have to be connected to it, you can use it, but, but it doesn't have to sort of absorb you fully, tie you down fully. The world can exist doing these permissible things without the heart, without the kamkin. If he turned his heart and he tied himself down in the vanities of the world, he actually is clay kibble. He cannot become a receptacle vessel. We got to wash out the vessel. That means you have to wash the cup, even if you have a cup. But if your cup, if you're uh, natural, if your cup isn't clean because you're tied down to the vanity of the world, then you're not going to be able to receive either. Ad sheyiter. That would be as for example, if you have a dirty cup, you can't put wine in there until you, well, until you wash it out. Then you can put it, you have to clean it first. 
and a woman cannot accept the pregnancy, even if she has the, the receptacle, if she's not purified from her tumor, she didn't go to the mikvah and purified herself from the tumor, that rinses off the vessel, makes it a, a vessel received. So now, that's not done yet. After making yourself into a vessel, after rinsing the vessel, there's still work to be done, uh, and that is the idea of uh, that's the idea of crying, that Hannah prayed to Hashem and she cried. Because we see that Hannah was also a barren woman, and that's how did she get her children. It says, that cry she cried. So that's another way of crying out to Hashem. Let's see inside. After he made himself a clean vessel, a receptacle, and a washed out vessel, you still got to find advice, counsel for your soul. This is the idea, what it's written, that Khan prayed unto Hashem and cried, she cried. The Knesset Yisrael, the Jewish people, have other names. When there is birth, it's called Leah. Leah is Ema Bonim. Earlier we learned in the previous Mimer, we learned that Leah is Big Matri 36, which starts off with the three, which is the Chesed Vore Tiferes, three times three, and then uh, then, the, uh, then you have six times six, which is 36, which is Gematria Leia. But anyways, Leia is considered Eim HaBonim Smecha, the mother of the children. She had the six children. She has the Hailoga. But when it's in a level of a barren, then she doesn't, when she doesn't give birth, then it's Nikra B'Shem Chano, then it's called Chano. Kameshikosuf, Chana has no Yiladi. So what did Chana do to have children? What do we learn? Chana prayed for over Hashem. Hashem points to the fact that Hashem creates everything from ex nihilo, from nothingness into existence. Hashem who and this name of Asvaya is in each world. Atzilus, Briya, Yitzira, Asiya. She'en chiluk b'neim. There's really no difference. They're all hishtalshulus. The only difference is Elishazeb Borav is a yotzer. He created this Yitzira, Briya, Yitzira. It's all Hashem. This is Atzilus. Avodenach klal hinehu mehachayes kulam mehava yisumayin liyesh. He sustains them all. He vitalizes them all and brings them all in from ayin liyesh. But the true of this name, because he's going to explain al Hashem over Hashem, over the Shem Havaya. So what is the Shem Havaya? Then we'll see what Al Havaya is. So so this name, That's Atsilus Bri those are Netzel, Nivra, Neitzer, Vinasim. Av, Olegabah, Kodesh Baruch, Bukhveid, Ba'atzmei. But relative to Hashem, Lashaykh, Laloy, Mershem, Zeh. Over there, we can't say the name of Havaya, the Kula Kamekeloy Choshi, because everything, there's no creations of there. There's no Atzilas, there's no Beria, there's nothing. Veinim, Netzvasim, Etzle, Begedim, Etzias, Klal. They are not grasped of being in the 
boundary of any existence. I didn't change, so all the world creation doesn't mean a thing to Hashem. Before and after. This is what it's written in the chapter of Rabbi Lazar in Perik Gimel. It says, Before the world was created, it was Hashem and His name alone. What does it mean? His name alone. It was alone, which means it's not, it was by himself. By himself means not connected to any creations. As we say, his name is exalted above. What does it mean? Nizgov means very distant, very high. That he's very distant from the worlds that were Netzel. So Shemoy Levad, basically, Hashem Himself, His name is Levad. So the name of Yudke Vavki that we have in the world, this is only merely a ray of on the Eretz Vishamoy. Peter Shenimshach Hoid Viziv Li Mishmoy Lihachis Eretz Vishamoy. That there is a ray and there is a shine from his name to vitalize. So the Yudke Vavki is a ray to vitalize, but Shmoy himself is Levada, he is beyond Hayavai. But Hashem did raise the horn for his people, meaning he raised them up, that we should be close to Hashem. Hashem did bring us up, Lias Kravim, a love. We are actually close to Hashem Himself. In order to bring them close to Him. So to be included in Hashem's unity. Uh, so a Yid has an opportunity greater than all the creations. But He raises us up to a higher level. Like the Pasik says, Additional mercy and negation. Hashem had pity on that. As he's going to explain later on, that Hashem brought us close, gave us opportunities which no other creations have, none of the worlds have. So, what happens when a person realizes that this is Hashem? So, this would fire up his soul to throw your life away from in front of you to actually literally give your life over for the sanctity of Hashem's name his soul will thirst and go out to Hashem to connect a spirit to a spirit what does it mean? That all of his thoughts, speech, and action should be should everything be connected to the thoughts, speech, and action of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and and mitzvahs. from the depth of the heart, with cleaving and a yearn and a and a, and, a, and a desire. that my soul wants you. So this is the meaning of how to create the level 
of the Eitzis Benafshi Vizovat is Pavel Chano Al Hashem. Hashchano prayed over Hashem. Kitfilo humloshen is kashut. Vatispalo means she connected. Tfilo means to connect. Tie yourself. She is kashut atzma alavaya. Pidush lemaila lemaila bechin Hashem avaya. She connected herself much higher than him avaya. Hamoyr al hisavus ha'olamis v'chayusum. That shows on the creation of the world. But she connected alavaya to the higher level than the world's. She wanted to include herself and subjugate herself in Hashem's unity, which is higher than the creation of the world. And the Rebbe teaches the word here, uh, in the Hayom Yom, uh, uh, the Rebbe teaches that you know, people had a trouble. What is the abbreviation over here? The Rebbe helped us out, and I'm trying to remember um, uh, what the Rebbe said over there. Okay, so as the Rebbe says, it means be that it means be pnimius at smusse. Inner essence. Be pnimius at smusse. Inner essence. Okay. Be pnimius at smusse. From there extends the great mercy for the spark of godliness which is in your soul. From that, from that alavaya, and when you reach out, that's where is the rachmonis. Bezeu bochei tivka. And that's what it means, cry, she cried, that is to arouse this great mercy. And that's why, we say the the king who by himself is exalted, and he is raised from the days of world. He is greater and higher than the level of world. It's not the Havaya. This is Havaya creates the world. This is Alavaya. Hashem is higher. Your great mercy. Because of his exaltness from the days of creation till there is no investigation. Hashem's greatness endless. God That's why Hashem's pity is on all worlds. Because it's not, you know, we have pity on somebody who's destitute. If he doesn't have anything, we have Rahmanis. But somebody who's wealthy, okay. But to the Abish, they were all destitute because everything is nothing. Nobody has nothing. So the Rahmanis, therefore, is because of Hashem's greatness. So Hashem has pity on everything. Even on the sub, uh, worlds, uh, the upper worlds, Afilah bechinas gadet naelyin ulamayla mayla adreim kol amaylas and higher higher to the exalt all the mylas shaych etzle rachmonis. It still applies to rachmonis ki kulam shvelim etzle because they're all low next to Hashem. Mashein kein boil meisan etzolim vanivroim, but but next to Hashem, but in the worlds that were. Netzel and created Chulu, Venetzer, Venazim, as I said before, Kol Mashiyerin Matamata, Mismai Bichinis Rachman. The lower you go, the less pity you have because you think that you have something. Yatzilus is very nice, Bria is great, is great, you know, you think you have something, you know, you start, Atsh Bichinis Eritzulus Agashmim, until in this physical world, Einonima Sigma Rachmonus. We don't even grasp that it's a pity on us. We're, we're happy. We think we're good off. Even, we don't even have Rahmana on our physical world. 
Because we're in this world. So to have Rachmanus, you've got to be higher than the world. But once you're in the world, then you don't feel the pity. Pity comes from a greater one over the, the, the smaller one. Just like Hashem raises to no investigation, so His mercy is much, even though that His name is exalted all by Himself, so then He's still the God of the world, that's what we say, the God of the world, which means you're still, He is exalted, but He's still the God of the world, so that's why, since we in our own minds don't grasp the pity, you arouse your great mercy. We shouldn't sink, we shouldn't drown, and we shouldn't sink into this world. We're asking Hashem, help us out, that we don't sink into the world. You should be protecting us. Mizgov and Pirush. Mizgov Nizgov Mukafes. Mizgov means like a wall that is standing up and surrounds us. Vechain Mogin, a protection. What is a shield? That's a shield to hide us from before the enemies. The level of the Makif defiles the eyes of the Chitzem, shouldn't be able to dominate us. So we're asking Hashem protections. Okay, so this is Loiti Meshakei Lebar Now we're going to find the end of the Pesach as Mispar Yomecha Amalei What is the filling the days? Yomecha. And Yomecha in the Kabbalah, it's all Levushim. Those are the Levushim of Torah Mitzvah. So Hashem fills and makes the Yomecha Amalei. So Avram was old coming with days. So Pirush Zokin, what does it mean Zokin? Which means he acquired wisdom. So they said, what does it mean the elders have chokhmah? Which means that their mind is sort of relaxed upon them. Uh, so what does it mean you have to have? It means that you should have, you be consistent. The avoider needs to be consistent like avoid that it should be set, and in a settled way, it shouldn't be some, sometime like this, all the days need to be full, which means the days need to be full, meaning you got to take advantage every time, you can't have some days yes, yeah, some days no, you have to be full, Days that God gives us to live in this world, there's not an extra day and there's not a day too short. Every day has to be done. So we have to, can't waste any day. As the day of his life, they weren't given to waste. Even there's not even one extra hour over the amount in which they was estimated how much he has to complete his soul. From this, the one who understands should reflect. To be from the people that calculate. You must calculate all your thoughts and all your speech and all your actions every day. It's every day because 
there's a reason. Every day is a purpose over there that you have a reason to make this day work. So these yomim are the garments. The garments of in which he studies and he does every day. And to his garments, a person will able to receive Hashem's revealed godliness. And the love and the fear that comes from the Eretz Achayim that we learned before, from the Eretz Yoyna, with additional light. So what does it mean? Even though he learns the simple meaning of the Torah, and at the time that he learns it, he doesn't have any fear of love, he's just learning the simple meaning. The Torah that is sown in the Eretz El Yoyna, in the land of Bob, and from there, it grows righteousness and lots of kindness. The great love on the souls of Israel. That is going to shine them through these garments. Through these garments that they learn. The Ebesh is going to give them the level of Ava This means the numbers of days I will fill. Which means that Hashem is going to fill those days. Pirish. The, the actual lay days themselves, which is the garments, that you have to do. That you got to do. You got to learn Torah, you got to do mitzvahs. That's the part of the Yidin. That's not Hashem's job. Hashem's job is to amale you misper yomecha, that's the light which is in the levushim. Hashemayim What does it mean? The heavens are sapr, mispar. So over there is uh, the Mesap, the, the, the he says, that they shine and they sparkle like spirim. So that beautiful, to make your yomecha, your levushim, to make them sparkle, to make them shine, that the garments that you do, you tell your mitzvahs, that's upon me, I have to fill them. That from the land of life it's going to shine to you. I'm going to give you that level of Ava from the Eretz Achaim. And same thing is of taking away, keeping away from bad. Hashem says, I will remove the sickness from your. It's also continue in the positive from your. There is a sickness and there is a root which is in you which the person has inherited inherently inherently. That's like the Maimazal. There are four tzaddikim, the only reason they died, they didn't have any sin, only because of the advice of the snake that made him eat from the eight sadas. And that's why it was Misa was the creed for the world. That's why they died, but they didn't have any uh, other sins. So, why did So, what does it mean you have bad in yourself, even though they're complete tzaddikim? Because they didn't die for any other reason, only because of the Eitzadat, Nixar Misa. Mikomak and Nishobam, 
some sort of a drop of the contamination of the snake that they couldn't remove it totally. That is the main point of the shell of arrogance that has become part of the nature of person. When you sin by consuming from the tree of life which is good and bad. Which means what? If you're like a tree of life, you see good, bad, the Hainu explains, in other words, you're still seeing yourself. You recognize what you're lacking, and you're lacking recognizing what is good for you. The woman saw, Chava saw, this tree, this is good. Meaning, you're still looking out for yourself, what's good, what's bad, you're making decisions over there. That's a clipper that's still naturally, you have that natural thing within yourself. That's the root of the contamination. And that's the source for all desires and for all desires. Because you choose, oh, this is good for me and this is bad for me. So it's still all about you. What was before the sin? They were naked. Who told you that you're wrong? So which means before the sin, which means they didn't feel anything is lacking or anything is good. It wasn't about them. They they were not dressed and didn't mean anything to them because they didn't. It wasn't about them when they did the toivara. So what does it mean metaphorically to sense to eat from the toivara? To eat from the toivara means uh, you know good and bad for me. You know everything is is again about you. Uh, at that point, they were only, before the Yitzhadaz, they only knew Hashem. So, therefore, that's a source of the, uh, the Klippa. So, therefore, we need Hashem's help to help us out over here because in ourselves, we actually can't do it because this is our nature. Because if we taste it from the Yitzhadaz, which is the nature, we have that contamination. So we need Hashem to help us. So we say, when we do Torah mitzvahs, we both have in the positive, as misper yomech amal, Hashem makes it shiny. Hashem also removes the machlam and yomechah. So our service to Hashem can be in a positive and in a perfect way so that we serve Hashem with uh, purity.